Episode 5 Kamikaze Courage To start this off, I quote Kurt Cobain's last letter to the world It's better to burn than to fade away Oh my darling, oh 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 I'd like to believe her history lessons serve its purpose as inspiration and or to prevent the same mistakes from happening again. Pacific fleet, backed by powerful British units, is taking fearful toll of enemy aircraft. Japan's answer is the use of a new weapon, kamikaze. Suicide pilots who dive squarely into Allied ships to sink them. Japan's growing desperation is reflected in this fanatical sacrifice of pilots and aircraft in a crazy attempt to hold the Allies off. Jap newsreels in our hands take us inside Japan, revealing the story behind the kamikaze. The Japanese, long trained to blind obedience and worship of the emperor, teach their children that ceremonial suicide is one of the greatest acts of which man is capable. Kamikaze pilots are men trained for death. Nearly all the suicide pilots are between 16 and 20 years old. Celebrations are held to honor them when their training is finished. Prayers are said, and they need them, for they're already as good as dead. The prettiest geisha girls entertain them. Their pictures appear in Japanese newspapers as national heroes. Garbed in ceremonial robes, their heads are shaved except for a small patch of hair. During their last few days of life, they walk solemnly through the streets. They're ready for their mission of death. This is their big day. To cries of Banzai, they prepare for their last flight, which may destroy an Allied ship. Many kamikaze planes are small. They're launched from large aircraft and guided by a suicide pilot. He wears no parachute. He's locked in the cockpit. His plane is stripped of landing gear and detonates with a shattering explosion on contact. Okay, back to the real world. So obviously that was kind of messed up. This concept was actually introduced to me by my coach at the national team. <laughs> I forgot why. We'll talk about that in episode 7. But anyway... The courage to be fearless against death. Maybe this whole journey is mine for making peace death and my obsession of thoroughly understanding what did happen to me isn't one dance with death enough Dr. Sam Parnia Director of Critical Care and Resuscitation Research at New York University said that dying is 
very comfortable. For those of us who die naturally, even if we were in pain before we die, the process of death becomes very comfortable. It is very blissful, peaceful even. On a physical level, when the heart stops, all life processes go out because there is no blood getting to the brain, to the kidneys, and liver. And so we become lifeless and motionless. And that is the moment that doctors decide to give us a time of death. People describe a sensation of a bright, warm, welcoming light that draws people towards it. I believe when we die, we enter our own idea of heaven. Clear? Dr. Parnia, who has authored several studies and books on the subject of death, said there is a definite mental process in which has left survivors of near-death experiences longing for death again. So, essentially, the term kamikaze courage is my attempt to turn something ugly into something that could benefit me. And every day in my life, I try going about this certain mindset in terms of taking opportunities, meeting new people, and just simply fearlessly being myself, being me, grumps. I think it's important to understand that if you have depression, anxiety, or whatever mental illness, your brain's not damaged goods. We all have the same neural circuits, the same bra basic brain structure. However, specific connections between neurons are different in every person. So the dynamic activity and communication that flow through your circuits is as unique as you are. So in this sense, my way of understanding how my brain works and sort of tricking it into being a good thing for me is kamikaze courage. When you start to spend some time with yourself to get a better understanding of what works for you and what doesn't, you know, which I think is important. You have to get to know yourself like you would a new lover, your best friend. Because we spend the most time with ourselves. What do you do when you hit a low? What do you do when you start to panic? What do you do when you're having an episode? Somebody will say, breathe in, breathe out. 
and repeat that a hundred times. Some people say take a walk and come back when you're better. None of that will work for you unless you've already tried it. There are a bajillion ways to essentially quote-unquote fix yourself, so I think it's important to spend time with yourself. So, with that being said, if you could live life with kamikaze courage, what would you do?